Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, great to be with you today, and uh, welcome back to the book of Genesis. I um, know it was good for us to just take a couple of devotions and focus on preparing our hearts for Easter. So, um, But we are in Genesis chapter 14, verse 18 today. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there with me today as we spend a couple of minutes in God's Word. Let me pray for us, and, and uh, we'll read today. Father, thank you, God. We bless your name for your word and for how good you've been to us. And Father, your faithfulness, you are so worthy of our worship. I pray today that you would help us to follow in the footsteps of Abraham and be worshipers in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Bible says in verse 18, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High, and he blessed him, that is Abraham, and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. That's a big one there at the end. What does Abraham do? And Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. You know, who is this Melchizedek? Um, and we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about this today, but you for sure can read Hebrews chapter 7 and discover that this Melchizedek is um, more, than just, uh, more than just some earthly king of Salem who existed for a moment in time. What we discover as we read the scriptures is Melchizedek is an appearance of the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. So it's a, what, what theologians would call a, a Christophany. And um, he is... Uh, without days. He's without parents. He just appears on the scene. Um, he's, he is for sure a significant individual because Abraham offers him a tenth of all the spoils. And so there was a, there was a respect, there was an honoring, um, there, was an, there was even a worshiping of this individual. Mel, Melchizedek means king of peace. And so the author to the book of Hebrews kind of says, hey, that gives you a little bit of an idea of who this Melchizedek is because there's only one king of peace and that's Jesus. And, and you know, I think a, a couple of things. The first one is this. I think the, the, the grand story that God has written throughout time in history is just amazing, right? Like it, it is all pieced together. By that, I simply mean, you know, you, you we, we've just come through um, our Easter celebration, focusing on the cross and the resurrection. And, you know, sometimes as 21st century Christians, we lose sight of the fact that God has been writing this story for a long time. That God knew the whole story. You know, I don't know if you've ever, um, I don't know if you've ever, like, um, done any creative writing of, or have had to develop a story. But a lot of times what happens is you have this idea and you're kind of fleshing the story out and you don't really know how it's going to turn out. But as you're writing creatively, it kind of all just comes together. Um, God knew everything before he did anything. God knew exactly how this story was going to go. And we have glimpses of that in the Old Testament. I mean, it's not as if God's like us and he's just responding to uh, the human situation. And so, you know, you get to uh, Joseph and Mary and then all of a sudden he has this idea, this bright idea. I know how I'll solve the problem of sin. I'll send my son. 
That's just not the case. And we know that that's not the case when we come across portions of scripture like this, where it's like, oh man, God knew all along. God knew all along. I mean, there's an appearance of the King of Peace uh, before he's ever even incarnate. And he's offering bread and wine, which seem to be a symbol of um, holy communion, you know, a celebration of the sacrifice ultimately that would be made thousands of years from this point. There is a, a blessing on Abraham, a speaking over him of the blessing of God and the acknowledgement that, that Abraham was chosen. He was the, the one who was chosen um, to, to be, at least through his lineage, uh, the one through whom the Messiah would come. And then, you know, so that's the first piece of this. The second piece is, man, he's, he's so, the Lord's so worthy to be worshiped. What does Abraham do here? He recognizes who he's standing before and he worships. He worships by giving a tithe and, and honoring Melchizedek and responding to what, what Melchizedek said, which was this, that God was the one who had given him the victory. This was why Abraham worshiped. Abraham worshiped because he knew he was outnumbered. He was putting himself at great risk. There's really no good reason why he should have won the victory. And yet he did win the victory and he did so because God gave the victory to him. I wanna encourage you today. Number one, just remember, God is in control. You know, he is writing a story and you're privileged to be a part of it. The second thing is this, when God grants the victory, man, give him the worship and the praise that he deserves. You know, you have a financial need, you pray, you're struggling, God provides, give him the praise, right? You have a, a difficulty in a relationship, there's just maybe animosity or brokenness or some type of discontent. You pray over that person and God brings the reconciliation. Thank God for that. You need a job and you've been praying and pounding the pavement, you know, on the internet because that's the way that it goes now. And God opens the door, man, give God praise because ultimately the victory comes from him. Worship him today. Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.